The Distraction, hosted by former Deadspin writers Drew McGarry and David Roth, is a new sports podcast coming from Defector and Stitcher. Join the guys and their guests as they break down the week in sports while addressing their fair share of off-the-field issues. Whether it's discussing NBA players getting testy in the bubble, Bill Belichick cutting 80% of his roster just to keep himself interested, or horrifying takes from sports talk radio that need to be broken down, Drew and Roth are ready to serve you some hot sports action. But do stick around for a few extra distractions. You deserve them. Listen and subscribe to The Distraction, a Defector podcast, right now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Maybe I'm crazy, but you you cannot run away from a fight that you started. I, yeah, that seems we have like a big bugaboo. Some very unacceptable footage. Yeah, you know, well, they say you're you know you're you're always you always got to put out good tape. This is bad tape. Yeah, bad tape. <laughs> like, your, like Baker's yes. worst tape is him trying to run from the cops. Not a, not a good thing. What happened? I, I, I tried to hide my phone and then it fell and made a noise. It's just it's a bad tape for you. Yeah, that's that's. Perfect. Thank you, Heller, for once. Good tape for you. Segway King. Bad tape for you. Good tape for you. <laughs> maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon Newman. Hola. Sweet Jersey. I was, I'm I'm wearing my, uh... Halloween costume. Yes, Halloween costume. Uh, what's his name? Why am I forgetting his really? name? Really? Really beaming. Beaming. So, uh, basically, Antonio Brown... With the Raiders jerseys oh, yes. and the divaness and the things going on, just mm. feeling like a Willie Beeman, mm. steaming Willie Beeman. Mm. So I'm just gonna show my support Shout to the Raiders Bell. Nation. And they I big like hit. that analogy. That's very good. Now, what about your outfit? Now I know a lot of people starting school. Uh, this do week. I look like I'm going to school? It, it looks a little bit like uh, the borders of a school. I decided to wear sweatpants Ooh, okay, because uh, look, I put on a couple LBs this summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good summer. Uh, I'm sure some time. of you have noticed. I haven't checked I'm... the comments, but I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and guess. Uh, I checked the comments. No one has said anything. Uh, you don't have to lie to me. And <laughs> and uh, they, they kind of sort of match these shoes, which I really like. We I should, like these Air Maxes. We should coordinate our weight better. Like make sure I'm always X amount of pounds heavier. Than you are. You know, I've contemplated like my weight a lot contrast. over the past couple weeks because I'm heavier than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> ever being transparent, and uh, I don't know if I care anymore. No. I'm re- I'm really trying to care. Like no. I'm trying to be like no. I'm in television. Like yeah. should I care? And I just I'm still Should've debating extended. whether I'm going to care or not. Right now, you're getting what you're getting what you get. <laughs> Joe Taylor, everyone. I'm traveling a lot, and so it is what it is. Um, What were we talking about? Oh, school. Yes. Sorry for all the kids that are back in school. Yes. Um, We're adults, so we're dragging the summer out a little further. That's true, but also being adult, the first thing, the hardest part about being an adult is realizing that you don't have breaks anymore for school. Oh, right when you're like, just I like, have no concept of school. Yeah. Like people be back in school, I'm like, oh yeah, it's a thing people do, right? Yeah, um, it's like your life, right? And so, so I just I don't understand how it works anymore because <laughs> I'm so far removed from it. But yeah, it, I'm not having summers off. Summer having like summer off was doesn't that sound awesome? In you retrospect, don't I can't it. believe that it happened. I know. <laughs> you don't appreciate it <laughs> when you have part. it. Like, just appreciate it. Like, I know you're in college yes. and stuff. Like, appreciate. Because once it's over, you're never getting it back again. No. You like, never. Like, having a summer off is bad when you're not in college anymore. Yes. It's not a good thing. Yes. You no, never want to have a summer off. 
Yes. Again, in your life after college. So appreciate having summer off because it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. That said, I was at NABJ this weekend. Yes, NABJ in Miami. And I want to give a shout out to everyone that came up and said that they watched the podcast and yes. watched The Herd yes. um, and said hello and came to our Fox panel, which was mm-hmm. very fun. Myself, Rob Parker, and Chris Broussard uh, met a lot of people, um, a lot of uh, eager future broadcasters. Yes. Um, so shout out to, that, to them and uh, thanks for for watching the show if you're watching right now yeah. um, it was a good time yeah it was fun went last year to Detroit and ran into a lot of people that were fans of the podcast yeah so we will go uh, we will both be there I'm just going to say it um, I have we that will power collab. Next uh, time we'll we, be there next year next time we both going to come grace y'all with our presence mm-hmm. yeah get on that box um Another reason we're dragging out uh, summer is because Meg The Stallion is not letting go of Hot Girl Summer yet. The, the track is hot. I mean, it should have been uh, a culture report, Jordan but Woods we did involved didn't. in this. We're just going to preemptively start this culture report. Greg Jennings is joining us, by the way, in a few minutes. <laughs> yes, um, yes. That's so we're going to talk to him all uh, NFL-related stuff. There's a lot of uh, chaos going on mm-hmm. um, NFL preseason right now. But yeah, just a quick mention of that. How did you feel? What did you feel about the song? I think having Ty Dolla Sign on the hook is a hot girl hack. I just came up with that. Mm-hmm. It's a hot girl hack. You can't have Ty Dolla Sign singing on your track that's going to make some... Like, have a hot another hot girl on can the I, track. Can I say this? It felt rushed. Clearly. It, it was it was a result of an Instagram live between Nicki Minaj and right, Meg like, Stallion. And, and I appreciate the collab, but right. how do you not have a, a hot girl summer jam that you can't twerk to? It... Yes, there's not enough breaks for the twerk. There's no twerk breaks. There's no twerk breaks. They should have had the act up girls come it's in. Like, it's like a, it's girls, like a mid-tempo you know? song, yeah. you know? And then I'm like, no. I'm waiting for, where's the twerk action? And it's a lot of good bars in it, so you would think. It's like a feel-good, if you have a car that you can put the top down in. Yes. Kind of one of those in tracks. LA, yeah, yeah, So yeah. I, I like it for that purpose, but I felt like a lot of Hot Girl Summerness was like minimal clothing and a lot of uh, clappage. Yeah, no, it's pretty close to winter for the hot girl summer. I'm not having out. a hot girl summer, as no. we just discussed. No, no, no. Neither um, am I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a, a sore up for the winter summer. Hey, shout out to Blanket, though, because I've been watching the preseason. Blanket season is coming back. Blanket season is Blanket close. season is very close. You don't care how much you wait for blanket season. Yeah, uh, no. No, Because you have the big blankets. It covers all, it covers all of you. That's it. Um, all right, well, let's get started with Greg Jennings. Um, we are going to talk about the NBA schedule coming out. Mm-hmm. Is Tom Brady going to retire as a Patriot? Jay-Z made a very interesting move with the NFL, uh, which is going to be much discussed amongst the uh, Twitter sphere, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, are the Steelers Super Bowl bounds and uh, the Jets have a feelings report? Can't get in your feelings. LeBron did a no-no in the in the movie world. Yeah. Um, obviously, that fight I mentioned earlier and uh, Dame's album, I Saw the Kitchen. Um, so there's lots going on, but let's start with Greg Jennings. All right, Greg Jennings, thank you for joining us. Hey. Uh, full disclosure, Greg has been working <laughs> since, what time, what time did you get to box today? Uh, about 3.45. Yeah, so he's been here, he's been here all day. It's, he's, it's getting close to like 12 hours. Check him uh, on Undisputed, yes. doing his thing. Doing a, great, doing a great job on Undisputed. I worked that shit for two years um, and don't remember much of my <laughs> Like life, life yeah. um, during that time, I was working that shit too. A lot, Damn, I was doing a lot of afternoon naps that extended yes. into just going to bed at four o'clock. Yeah, like I didn't afternoon. even know I was gonna fall asleep. It just happened. Just accidentally. Yeah, fall your asleep. body is just like off. Some, yeah, like okay, yeah. oh, we're sitting. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're done here. Literally, uh, it's not natural to wake up that early. But you guys are doing a great job, um, and thanks for coming on with us. And it's football preseason. Yes, um, we're kind of, we're past list season. Yeah, I don't know. Oh! helmets off. You gotta give the. Ah! 
that never felt good. Football. By the way. Yeah, I was about to ask you because um, you guys do a lot of things like that. Yeah. That, <laughs> that look <laughs> that look not yeah. comfortable. Like if someone walked up to me and smacked me in the head in any other setting, it, it's it's brawl time. Yeah. But you guys enjoy yeah. smacking each other. Right. So what 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 does that feel like? Number one, let me just say, like even me just smacking him and like it hurts me hand. more than it hurts him. Right. I don't know right. why. Yeah. My hands like, are hurting actually. And like we know that it hurts, but it's like just something that happens. Oh, it's just, like what's yeah, good? Man, great play, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like or the can't... headbutt? That's oh. a good one. Yeah, the headbutt. Like, That's the one I've never understood. It's like you're the opposite of what you guys are trying to do right now, right? I mean, so it was so the headbutts primarily existed on the defensive side of the ball, just because they have a lot more screws that are just just missing. (laughs) They're not even loose. They're just. You look, I, I said this off, off before we started recording, but you do look like an extra in a bad football comedy. Listen, when they do redo the longest yard again, yeah. I'm there. No, perfect. Yes. Perfect. As a guard. Right. I love it. Um, so, we, so there's a lot of helmet talk. <laughs> yeah, we're talking week. helmets. Your head's sweating. You can take it off now, I promise. I mean, okay. it's like I mean, it's on there I'll now. put it back on later. I mean, that's just. Woo! Yeah. So, helmet talk. Um, not exactly the most exhilarating topic, but somehow Antonio Brown has made it that way. And he's very upset about the new helmet. And I'm okay with that because athletes are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. And anytime there's anything that's changed in any part of the game, people complain, but especially something like your helmet. So when you heard that he was complaining about the helmet, was your reaction that, oh, he's a diva? Or you were like, no, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. I have I've went through it. I've lived it to where I was in a helmet from seventh grade all the way to my seventh year in Green Bay and I had Dang. to yes I had to switch my helmet it was a Rydell helmet one bar across the top mm-hmm. the Jerry Rice open face mask Ooh. no visor like I probably it probably wasn't the safest helmet right doesn't sound safe but no. it it fit me it was me it allowed me to it nothing protruded my vision right it didn't matter how it looked to others it just fit and it was my helmet and when they told me i had to switch my helmet i put up a stink as well it, i didn't go to the extent and the degree that ab went trying to appeal it right because i knew ultimately there was nothing i could do if the right. league is going into a, a different direction when it comes to safety protocol there's there's no reversing that. There's no going backwards when it, when you're talking about safety. And so I fought it. And then the helmet that I did eventually get into, it was so annoying. It was big. I would move to the left and right, and it would hit my shoulder pads. It just it threw my whole swag off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, yes. it just, you know, you're an athlete. Like, it just, no, I, I feel the last you. thing you do before you take the court or take the field. You look at how you you're dressed, right? Yeah. And and, and it's it, especially I think for football. Obviously, I've never played a sport where you wear a helmet, but I think for football, especially if you're a receiver, like mm. your helmet and your vision is super. Not that everyone does need to see, but like it's extra important for you to see. Even one millisecond of something off will change the entire play. Yep. So, I mean, Tom Brady talked about it, the helmet. Rogers talked about the helmet, but like you said, this is a safety situation. You have to get used to it, but it's it becomes like. A second skin it does and and so even taking it a step beyond just the vision like reaching your hands up like the way the helmet sits on your head mm-hmm. and the the shoulder pads and everything it kind of works as one you still want to be loose and yep. free right. and have that liberty to just reach and grab when you change your helmet a lot of it may it may be mental but it's like 
you reach up and it's like I can't even reach the way you, you're right, not even right, throwing right, your hands yeah. all the way up but you're like see I can't even reach it gets worse. but is that not what training camp is for Right, working out with that helmet, working out with those new shoulder pads. I'm sure when Michael Bennett decided to go with kicker shoulder pads, he didn't do that week one. He started doing it in training camp, getting I, used to the new way you move and feel. Because these are things that the NFL is implementing. You can't fight against your own safety. I understand that. It's easier when you are you're wanting the change and when you're in agreement true. with change true, true. when you're not in agreement with change you're going to resist it because you want what you're comfortable with yeah. you don't want to change at that moment yeah. it doesn't mean you're not but you're going to fight that change as long as you possibly can and then we all eventually find out that change wasn't so bad right no. so no. do you have a problem with him taking it to the level he did then I don't I don't because that, again, it's to each his own. I would have never taken it to that level. No one has taken it to that level. Right. But we all have experienced and felt what he feels as far as not wanting to part ways with our original helmet. Right. Whatever that was, whatever make or model, no one wanted to part ways with that original helmet. But no one also went to the degree of saying, you know what, I'm going to try to fight it. Yeah. I'm going to pill it. I think it's good that you said that. And I also like that Brady and Rogers talked about it, too, because it, it, it made it less dramatic for me. Like when you first hear the story, you're like, oh, my God, Antonio Brown's complaining about his helmet now. Yeah, yeah. But like now it's it makes more sense. Like, OK, yes, maybe he took it to the Antonio Brown level that mm -hmm. he takes things, but it's not. Uh, it's not strange that people were that uncomfortable with the change. Now, the other part of the Antonio Brown current saga is the chirotherapy machine. Now, I've never gotten one of those space modules, but I also hate icing and I don't like cold things. And I'm not a professional athlete who needs to recover either. So I don't and I don't care about getting old. So I don't need to get in one of those things. But he's been in them before. We are assuming safely that he's this is not the first time he's used one. Mm -hmm. right. Have you been in one before? I have. So is it not protocol that it you is. have to wear? <laughs> Your gloves booties. and booties, right? Gloves, booties, they, they give you everything that you need to put right. on. Right, so it's not the first time he used it. So I know everyone's kind of trying to defend him in this spot, but to me, this is the dumbest injury of all time. I, it's, it, again, not being there and knowing what transpired, whether he wore it and he was in too long, whatever the situation is, I don't know the ins and outs of Greg. it. I Look, Listen. I'm just I've been in the cryotherapy unit like it it it's bitterly yeah AB I, I can't help you. On that. I mean like, I'm it's, just like it's it's, it's, a, it's just a stupid. Look, I, I'm what are my three rules? Don't be weird, don't be rude, don't be dumb. Okay, and like it just seems a yes. machine that you use that often and you know you go you're going down to negative 200 degrees. You probably just want to throw some socks on or whatever they give you. And hop in the machine, hop out. Like you, you know what happens to you. Like mm -hmm. they tell you what happens to you if you don't do that. Why is that something that you would risk? The thing is, you're in there for such a a short period of time. Mm -hmm. It's like you're in and you're out. Like it's it's like three minutes. It's something crazy. And it's and again to each his own because everyone, most guys or some guys rant about how it helps them recover. I never felt one thing from it. So I, I omitted I'm not that. Against, I'm not against using it. Like, LeBron has one in his house. Like, mm -hmm. whatever you, makes you even mentally feel like you're recovering, exactly. I'm cool with it. I'm not against using it. I'm just saying if you do use that machine you and know, you know that these are, these are casualties of using this machine if you don't do it properly, then well, how does this happen? It's an egregious mistake because it's keeping them off the field. Right. And, and it's a mistake that NFL players, athletes, professional athletes, period, always talk about their bodies. 
everyone always talks about the body. He's talking about how much LeBron spends on his body. For him to be going into training camp and make a mistake like that, destroying his own body for however long he was in that thing, that is the type of mistakes that you don't want to give someone that much money for to be the star of your franchise. So I'm sorry, gotta, the, Ra- the Raiders, the because the, Ra- the Raiders are the ones that got rid of Khalil Mack and to free up this type of circus and getting these type of people in that aren't taking them care of themselves off the field enough to do what they need to do on the field. Okay, so the, the only issue that I have with it is what you guys are pretty much alluding to. You're going to take care of your body and you don't take care of your body right. while going to take care of your body. Right. Like, that's the part that I can't help him out with that. <laughs> but when it comes to the money part and the aspect of it and him bringing a certain... Like, it's not as if he did it intentionally. Like, I'm not going to sit here and make it no, seem like... No, I don't like think he... Who wants, to, who wants to have frostbitten feet intentionally? But it's... AB's a weird guy. Uh, he, he, he goes through the links. Stop it. All right, stop. I'll stop. Okay, I'm going to stop. Uh, he, he doesn't need football anymore. I'll say this. Anyone who comes out and says they don't need football anymore then go into another team, I'm looking at everything you say and all the moves you make and it's alluding to the fact that you don't think this thing is important anymore and you have to sell out and think of it as important to produce the way he has up until this point. See, I, I, I disagree with that. He definitely knows that football is important. What he's alluding to when it's it comes to him not needing football anymore mm-hmm. is not so much the game. Like, Antonio Brown absolutely loves the game of football. It's everything else. It's the business part of football that becomes a nuisance to guys, especially later in their years, because they're done playing the games, yes, the politics. Game. Yeah. And they no one wants to be kind of yo-yoed, mm-hmm. is what I the term I use, that late in your career. And in that profession, you're – the elder statesman. So to start having that happen and you not feeling like I you've earned some sense of entitlement. I know that's like a no no taboo entitlement, yeah, do, but it's you've yeah. earned some type of entitlement to a degree right. to where you deserve to get some breaks and and things like that. So with a guy like Antonio Brown, with him making the decision to do the Cairo, the leave Pittsburgh, saying, I don't need football. It's not necessarily that he doesn't need the game. He enjoys the game, loves the game, but everything that comes with it, just miss me with that. I'm only irritated because I want Antonio Brown to have a great year because I can't stand talking to old school Steeler fans. They're like, Rah, a diva. Who needs him? It's like, yeah. well, he was a six-round pick and did right. produce a lot yes. for you for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a superstar, and I am pro-superstar. So personally, I am annoyed for that reason. So if I'm overly agitated about the foot thing, it's because of that. Because I feel like it's a silly, it's a silly injury. Like it could it's an avoidable injury. Yes. And I want him Agreed. to be great, and I want the Raiders to be relevant, because that's what I personally root for. So inside baseball on that. Um Zeke and Dak. So the Cowboys, speaking of relevant and interesting, mm-hmm. uh, they always deliver. And the conversation is whether you pay Dak or not. The report was yesterday that he wants $40 million. That's just negotiations. Mm-hmm. Like, every, if you've ever been involved in negotiations, you ask for what you're never going to get. Right. So then you meet in the middle, and it, both sides feel like they kind of compromise, and they're happy. That's how that works. He's not going to get $40 million. That said, in my opinion, this is on the Cowboys. Like, the Cowboys could have locked Dak up 
in the fall for a reasonable amount. Mm -hmm. They allowed the market to continue to go up with mm -hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo's contract and Carson Wentz's contract. Mm -hmm. And now Dak has all the leverage because, in my opinion, he, while he may be an average or above average quarterback, he does not produce average wins. Exactly. So Ooh, he's, he's played in three playoff games, 1-1. One, one. Carson Wentz has not played in any playoff games. When he has been available, they've had losing seasons. So if I'm Dak's agent, I don't I don't have to do anything. Like you you must pay. You must pay. Yes. That's the way contracts work. Right. It's you look at what the next guy got. If if you're not one of the guys who are who's going to set the market, you're looking at what everybody else got. Right. Even right. if you are one of the guys that set the market. But with Dak Prescott's situation, I'm with you 100%. I've listened to you say this on the herd and you've done a great job. Like Thank you. this is this okay. is the Dallas Cowboys' fault. They knew it. Right. Like they, you didn't expect or anticipate him being what he jumped into being right out the gate. No. So you identified it, nip it early. Right. Like I've watched it with Minnesota recently with Adam Thielen. Mm -hmm. Like when they saw, man, this kid is starting to bud. Let's give him a contract right away. You do it soon because guys like that that. Our free agents or late right. round draft picks, they will bite quicker to get that that contract. Because they initial, haven't been getting paid. Because right. they've been basically not for free, but for minimum. Right. No one wants to continue to do that. And so with the Dallas Cowboys, everybody knew that he and Deke, he and Zeke came in the same year. He won the starting quarterback position. You automatic. He doesn't have a fifth year option. So you automatically know if he continues to play well. We're going to have to pay him right away. So you know that going in so you don't get to this point, as you alluded to, to where other guys are setting the market. The number goes up. He's winning because of the pieces that we're putting around him, True. Make, wanting him to perform better. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know what? We, we're not going to pay you. We're going to let you keep waiting and waiting and waiting. What's going to happen is if they wait too long, He's going to have a phenomenal year. I truly believe he's going to have yeah. a great year yeah. because of all the pieces, the pieces around, around him. And they did that with great personnel. And he, then that, the number goes up even higher. So you, but why aren't they paying him? Like, it's well, like all the things on the table. It's not that they're not going to pay him. It's yes. the conversation of what? If you pay, what do you pay him in a hard salary cap league? And then you have Zeke on the table as well. What exactly. do you do with Zeke? You have to fit both. And that's I think that's their biggest. And they weren't issue. anticipating Zeke wanting holding out. Same, no, yeah, exactly. that that's the big kicker. You're not anticipating Ezekiel Elliott, someone with two years left and a fifth year option that you yeah. can pick up, mm -hmm. um, to hold out this early in his contract. And rightfully so, he's outplayed the number where he's at. But that's neither here nor there. But I think Amari Cooper is another one that say. you you just didn't know. Like, you didn't know you were going to acquire Amari Cooper. You didn't know he was going to even be available. And so when all these variables start to come together and piece themselves together, you got a pretty big puzzle, and that looks really good. But it's, man, how can I keep this puzzle looking as beautiful as it does? So who do you pay first, Zeke or Dak? Or do you do you trade Zeke? Like, what do you do with this Well, I situation? think at this point, you gotta you got to try to pay whichever guy will, is willing to agree to 
what you what your number is that you know every team has a number that they know they don't want to exceed right and so whichever guy agrees to that number first okay you get that guy done because at this point they need to start <clears throat> they need to start getting guys signed right. uh, but Ezekiel Elliott is one that I would I would definitely try to lock up first see to me it's Dak and I, I just it's more to the fact that he is the franchise quarterback like we've seen teams win without a rushing champ we we've never I mean we've not seen a middle of the road quarterback win with a middle of the road roster not that the the, the Cowboys don't have great pieces but Dak to me is a is a clutch performer he's a he's a great leader he is really the identity of the Cowboys like you can talk yeah. about Zeke but Zeke is like this mm-hmm. and Amari Cooper hasn't even been there that long like it's it's to me it's about Dak well honestly the, the identity of the Dallas Cowboys is actually Zeke yeah yeah and, I was and gonna... the drama around them that what they should be that's why they should pay Dak because that's the attitude and the identity that the Cowboys should have moving forward. I agree with that. I agree with I, I still think you have to pay Ezekiel Elliott because if you pay if you pay you're going to pay Dak Prescott whatever he's going to get. Like but the running back Ezekiel Elliott is is a special back. So it's not as though his number is going down either. No. So no. if he produces another year to where he's and we're talking about he's arguably the best back in the game. 1 yes. 2 3 wherever you want to slot One, him two or three, it's yeah. argue you can mm-hmm. argue we're not talking about that with Dak Prescott. No. So right. you, you, you're you not talking about True. a one, two, three, four, five, six guy. No, but I just don't – what do you do? Like, you're never going to be bad enough well, to get can, a high draft pick. You're not going to – no one's going to come on the market. So, like, you're going to – you're just going to franchise tag him, and then he's can. just going to – situation, which is a disaster. How'd yeah. that work out for them? That's the other person Wa- in the NFC Washington, Washington in a good spot right now? You feel like they're doing well? You think they'd want Kirk Cousins back? I think they would. I don't think they yeah. want him with that contract that the, the Vikings gave him. What they gonna do? Jay Gruden is fired after this year, okay? <laughs> so, yes, I'm sure he would want him back. Before we let you go, Tom Brady and Rodgers are always compared to each other, right? Mm-hmm. And I really think the better comparison is Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Uh, if, you're, if you're really looking at the numbers, uh, not I, I'm going to assume from that slight turn of the mouth that you think Rodgers is better than Breeze? I'm going to let you continue. Okay. So anyway, I just think <laughs> I just think if we're comparing these t- this era of quarterbacks, Breeze and Brady are a closer comparison. Um, and their Peyton's touchdown record um, is up is go- is going to be broken this year. So the leaderboard entering this season is Peyton Manning with 539 touchdowns, mm. Drew Brees has 520, and Tom Brady has 517. Um, I personally feel like Drew Brees is going to break it first yes. and keep it um, past Brady retiring, mm-hmm. but I think they'll probably retire the same year. But w- do you think that's a good comparison, Bree- a closer comparison, Brees and Brady? And do you think that Brees will break it before Brady does? Yeah, I mean, if we're talking just primarily statistics yeah that's the better comparison but i I just have a hard time just going off of sheer statistics when my eyes when my eyes show me and tell me that i can't just go off of stat i i just can't but drew Brees is all-time great too i'm not gonna ever knock drew Brees. i love everything that he's done i love how he presents himself how he carries himself i love his Production, it's all there. And I think that sometimes he's overlooked. Off, more often than not, yeah, he true. is overlooked yes, when sure. we're talking about all-time great quarterbacks. But he's overlooked because he just doesn't wow you. Like, that's just the honest truth. He There's nothing about Drew Brees that's like, man, that's just 
that's amazing. So until until you look though. at his stats, right. then yeah. it's like, oh my gosh. We're desensitized because we've seen it happen. It's almost like Tom Brady with the Super Bowl. It's like, okay, he won another one. Like, huge feat, yes, but we've seen this before. Drew Brees does things that we've uh, – keeping the play a lot. Like, there's some other guys that do things that they've seen Drew Brees do his entire career, and they just make it look cooler. Is that fair to say? Yes. Okay, now it's been this season. We're coming off of it. Top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Go. Greg Jennings. <laughs> right now. Uh, right now, currently. Yes, going into the season. Going into this season, um, Patrick Mahomes. I, there's no There's no specific Woo, order okay, here. Okay, about to say, where we at There's no list. specific okay, order here. Right. I got Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I got Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I got Drew Brees. I got Tom Brady. And I got Andrew Luck. That's so boring. All right, let's pretend like Andrew Luck's gonna that's play this le- gonna play take. this year because that's how that would work. Because he's Luck. he's not he's gonna get injured week three and be out. <laughs> say that. Don't say that. Wow. But, but, but don't say that. Wow. He's not even coming. In, I'm not wishing that. I'm saying he he, he has a lingering calf injury so, okay, he's had so, since April. So top he has a, five, top, he has a ridiculous injury history and now his owner is coming out saying it's not just the calf it's really a bone not that Jim Mercy's a doctor or anything but no. like hello you're okay, adding so to it he's not practicing go. I mean I would agree with that I think the fifth quarterback slot the fifth in any list is always like an True opinion number that. right like we can always all agree on the top four and then the fifth one and we did the rap list yeah, like best rappers list yeah, yeah, like yeah, five yeah, is yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah. it Nas is it J. Cole yeah, yeah, is it Kendrick yeah, yeah. Lamar like yeah. there's we always get into that space so I, I, yes I, w- I think Andrew Luck is, is up there you could be five i mean i think russell wilson gets a lot of disrespect he does man i, I just i don't know what do you not know about russell wilson I, 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 he's just one it, ben roethlisberger's getting he's, a lot of disrespect. he's one of those phil rivers he's like that don't that, say that don't say that don't say that I, I, I i'm with you on this that fifth slot you can insert any one of those guys and i would be okay i feel like in the fifth slot the fifth slot is like anyone who's in the top 10 you could move up there and and, and have a debate about it yeah. That's kind of how top the fifth eight. slot works. I'll, okay, top, top eight. eight. I'll top give you top eight. eight. I'll give you top eight. Shouts out to MySpace. Um, I <laughs> would put Baker Mayfield in my top five of that. I, I like I like your list, but see that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm voicing the Baker greatness because I haven't seen anything else that tells me otherwise. Okay. He's got OBJ on his team. I'm not and Jarvis out. Landry and tight end, something that Tom Brady does not have this season. Yeah, he okay. was expecting us to like counter. That's rebuttal. what I'm saying. Like if you once you have that that Just, space, okay. like it's it's a it's a rotating space. Okay, finally. The Browns are very high on themselves. They have the youngest team in the NFL. Woo. I'm very excited for the Browns this season. Are which they is, high on themselves? Which tastes like yeah, vinegar in my mouth to say, but I am. <laughs> I am. And they, they are high on themselves, and well, other people be. are high on them as well. They have high expectations, high expectations, as do every team right now. Okay, mm. don't do yeah. that. No, okay. Every team. The Jags, Tom Coughlin isn't telling the Jags, all right, guys, we got a chance this season. Yeah. Right, let's grow. Yes, he is. Okay. In that, in, in that team yeah, the meeting Jags, room. Maybe the wrong team. Yes, yeah. he is. I so hope. Team. The but Jags yeah. win their division. Yeah. Like I, I mean, Nick Foles. It's possible. I'm, yeah, it's I'm, I, I need that to happen. Definitely actually. possible. Um, do you think that they win the AFC North? Because I think the Steelers still win it. I man, I think they have a really good shot. And and here's why: when I look at the Cleveland Browns and I watch the way they played last year, their defense is already intact. Right. And I I love what they have done defensively. What I also love about them, even last year, is the level, the amount of close games that they were in that they mm-hmm. were unable to pull out in the waning moments of a 
of the game, that shows me that's a team that's on the brink. Right. That means what they don't know is how to close games. They just right. don't know how to finish because yeah. they hadn't had experience. They hadn't been in enough close games prior to last year to know what it takes to actually finish. With the Baker Mayfield in year two, his confidence is already going to be there. And then you give him, you you give him Odell Beckham Jr. alongside Jarvis Landry mm. and all these weapons. Mm. His confidence is going to be through the roof. He needed no more. He didn't need any more confidence. Right. He no. already had a belief in yeah. in and of itself that we were changing this franchise around. The culture was going to shift. And that's what I think is going to happen this year. They may not win the North, the AFC North, but they're going to be right there. And I think they're going to be a really viable team come the end of the regular season. If they can get in the playoffs, they'll be a scary team to watch. Because the – out of all everybody in the AFC North, I'm a Ravens fan. I really do think Lamar Jackson is going to get in his bag throwing. He's going to make people respect him throwing the ball out of the pocket. I think they're really solidified and 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 just they want to they want to make him a thrower. They want to make him a true quarterback. <laughs> Even though they literally will said happen. they're doing the opposite of that. It's gonna, out of listen, their faces, they Mark made the Ingram, noises that put place. together those sounds that said me, they're doing the opposite of that. Let me skip to the Browns' take of this thing because I just had to say something about my Ravens. They're the only team in the AFC North that is getting a talent like Kareem Hunt week ten. That is going to be a jump start yeah, to that, that is whole a sleeper, team. That is a sleeper situation that nobody is paying attention Playoffs? to. Yeah. That is, Come on now. That is a really – that's a sleeper situation because nobody's talking about that because it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. But, right. yeah, that and could be I, I actually factor. mentioned that earlier today on uh, Undisputed. And the thing, about, the thing that's interesting about Kareem Hunt is he's – obviously we, we all know what transpired, right. but he has no wear and tear all year. Yeah. As a running back, and then comes in fresh at the end of the season yeah. to to really kind of build up to the playoffs. Yeah. If they are making a playoff push, yeah. The only thing I can take him down is Cleveland calories because good good Midwest, <laughs> Midwestern food. I'm like, Cleveland has up their food game. It's like five calories to every one calorie in in LA. In LA? You know what I mean, it's just it's heavier. We like the vegan Cleveland. options it's on here. Heavier. Yeah, yeah, just the Midwest. Shout out. We need to bring fat back in the football. That's what's gonna keep keep people from getting injured. We need more fat. I actually think you're keep right. Keep it too lean. I think. Keep I think it too right. lean. You need yeah. to get chubbier. <laughs> You have anything to say to that, Greg Jennings? Yeah, I'm not agreeing with the bring the fat back. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. Mm. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash approach. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience Mm. and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match because, you know, you want good people. Of course. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash approach. That's Mm. ZipRecruiter.com slash A-P-P-R-O-A-C-H. ZipRecruiter.com slash approach. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Quit it. 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 Qu
We about to turn up in this bitch. All right, when am I winning or quitting today? The NBA released next season's schedule, sparking the debate of the NBA's best storylines. Opening day will feature Zion and Lonzo playing the Raptors. Then we'll see the Battle of LA round one. Then two days later, we'll see 2019's MVP Giannis facing off against the Rockets MVP duo in Houston. Joy, the battle for LA is the NBA's best storyline. Win it or quit it? Um, quit it. What? I actually think the best storyline for the NBA this year is the Rockets. I, I understand the two MVPs, but it's it's the Lakers and the no, Clippers. No, I get it. It's LA, it's the Lakers, it's the Clippers. But here's the thing. Here's what we do know. Uh, pending everyone's health, which mm-hmm. is how we do all these predictions <laughs> and that. everything. So let's mm-hmm. just, pending everyone's health. Paul George's include. All right, everyone. Everyone yeah. involved, mm-hmm. everyone's health, right? Because if we're accounting for injuries, it's nonsense. And what are we even talking about? Right. Everyone's healthy. We know the Clippers are going to be awesome. Right? We know what yeah. Kawhi Leonard is. We know him and Paul George are going to play great together. They're going to be a great defensive team. Lou Williams is going to get buckets. Like We know what they are going to be. We don't quite know what the Lakers are going to be. We don't know quite know how LeBron is going to come back. So that's that's 1A in the interesting factor. We don't quite know how the front office is going to respond to any kind of controversy. We don't know how they're going to respond to going through a dry spell. Like There's, there's a lot of moving parts True. there with the Lakers, for sure. I'm not saying they're not interesting. Okay. I'm just saying that the Rockets are the most interesting. One, D'Antoni. Is D'Antoni going to actually be able to bring all of this together? We've had multiple conversations about whether he is overrated or not. Right. I feel like he kind of is. Yes. Not that he doesn't produce stats. Not that he isn't relevant. Not that his teams aren't good mm-hmm. to great. They never get over the hump. And a lot of that has to do with, in my opinion, roles. Yes, stars are incredibly important in the NBA. But your role players and role players embracing that role and playing it to the highest of their capability, guys like P.J. Tucker, is very important. Now, obviously, we know what we're going to get from their role players if they've been there already. Like, Then they've added some important pieces. But... Down the line, in the playoffs, are they going to be able to put all that together? Are Russell Westbrook and James Harden going to be able to play together? There's so much to watch there and so much to root for, in my opinion, because I think that James Harden and Russell Westbrook are obviously Hall of Famers. James Harden being arguably the best offensive player in the history of the NBA, certainly the most efficient, and Russell Westbrook being a a, a completely polarizing superstar that plays with 100% energy all the time but is constantly criticized for playing that way while yeah. getting the results that he gets while playing that way. Him, both of them getting a championship and that validating Mike D'Antoni's system that's been going on for as long as it has is very, very interesting to me. Yes, but at some point in time, win or lose, they're going to hit a steady track of interesting, in my opinion, versus the battle in L.A., in which is the best team in the West, specifically from the Clippers and the Lakers. And you talk about Rose, last year the Lakers had a grab bag of reality TV stars that they right. drafted in free agency. Now they drafted actual role players to fit around LeBron James as a point guard and Anthony Davis as a point forward. So I think the roles defined in the Lake with the Lakers actually make them the most interesting storyline. Yeah, you just said LeBron's name. There's so many more people in fastest going around with the Lakers. No, there are. I mean, you, how Anthony Davis is going to fit with LeBron? Is Kyle Kuzma going to take a step up? Mm. Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins, which kind of has 
mostly been glossed over. Yeah. Uh, how's Frank Vogel going to manage all this? And is Ooh. Frank Vogel actually going to be able to assign roles? Maybe be a is bigger question than Mike D'Antoni. And, right. and yes, is he going to finish the season? I think he will finish the season. I don't think he's there next year, which right. I don't think he cares about because he's got his contract and what are you going to do? Like, yeah. I, I think that's just, we're all seeing that on the horizon. If, if this year is a failure in any way. We know how yeah. LeBron responds to first-year head coaches. Could be different because he's in a different space in his career, but we'll never really know. That said, they did release their schedule, the NBA did. Right. And, you know, I mean, everybody plays everyone. There's nothing shocking there. But there are some games that are going to elicit some interesting interactions Circling from calendar. fans. Yes, like the Lakers at the Pelicans is obviously going to be a must-watch the, yes. the first time they play on November 27th. It um, and, it, you know, is Colin asked me today earlier before the show starts, like, how are the Pelicans g- fans going to react to Anthony Davis? Like, are they going to boo him? Because no. I think that the re- I think the reaction is going to be mixed. Like, I think that there's going to be minimal booing, but overall I think it's going to be positive. He gave them a roster that they couldn't have dreamed of if that, he was still on the team. That, and it's not like he was bad for them. It's no. not like he dogged them on the way out. He just said he didn't want to be there anymore. And it got it's messy pretty... with Rich Paul, and people can be in their feelings about how that situation was handled, but I think at this point in time, we're looking at millennial NBA fans that are looking at the back of the jersey, so like I don't think they care yeah, how I, well Anthony Davis I don't Davis think does. it's going to be a bad reception there for right. him. And also, I mean, Anthony Davis wasn't the one that leaked that. He no. went to them privately, right. and whatever his name was that they fired. Um, Not Dale Dooms. That guy. It was Dale Dooms? Dale Dooms. Yeah. Uh, he is Believe the one himself. that made yeah, it public. That's fair. So... It really actually even wasn't on Anthony Davis. Like he went to them privately asking for it, right. and then it obviously became the disaster that it was. But I don't think I don't think it's going to be an overall bad reaction. The Nets at the Celtics, however. Now Celtics, those are diehard fans. Those are not millennial fans. <laughs> I don't. I think that's going to go oh, dot as well. Yes, like, like, f you, Kyrie chance. <laughs> Mm-mm, Kyrie. Yeah. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be a nice reception. I don't I don't anticipate them having a highlight reel planned uh No. Uh, not even a thank you. Uh, no. I don't I don't think that's gonna go that do, way. Do you think Kyrie's gonna play better or worse because of that? Um I, I think he... Kyrie is going to so I think he's gonna play with a rage, yeah. I think that's I think that's what Kyrie's gonna is do. Is that gonna be good for that existing Brooklyn Nets team that already know, got to a playoff without him? But I don't think that that's gonna matter in that particular game. True, I think overall that. he he's he's I mean he's better than D'Angelo Russell. Right. So I think that's an upgrade, but yeah. I I I don't think for that game he's going to be paying attention to that. I also think that the Boston Celtics are going to be a lot better than people think. I, yeah. I, I think they have a good chance of making the Eastern Conference Finals. Whether yeah. they're going to win or not, I don't know. But I have to see more from them. But I do think they're going to be really good because Brad Stevens is a system guy, and it seems like he got a system guy. So yeah. if he's able to, again, Kimber. assign the roles and get everybody to buy into what they do best, then that'll be interesting. That I do really want to see is the Thunder and Rockets. Mm. Rockets at Thunder. Mm. That is the one that I'm most interested in because we kind of know what's going to happen with Kyrie and Boston, yeah, 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 yeah. but how Westbrook is going to be received yeah. in because Paul George coming back to Oklahoma City, like, eh. yeah. like they're probably booing, but like, right. who cares? Like, yeah. it's all right, cool. Yeah. But Westbrook coming back to OKC, like, if they boo him, they need to take that franchise away. They. <laughs> Yes, there, there are there are X amount of strikes until that actually may happen. I don't know if that's going to be one of the little. Tick I don't marks think I'm being it. overly dramatic when I say but that. Yeah, they had no. 
how could you feel about like what he, he did he did nothing but great things for I mean, you. The, like to be clear there's always even like when wade came back there's always going to be right. some group of knuckle draggers that boo regardless right, 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 of what right. the overall fan base feels but you can tell the difference between like a small patch of fans booing because they're just annoying right. and what the overall response Everyone is wearing cupcake shirts right yeah. right and then the lebron and the urinal cakes like yes yes or an overall positive response with a few weirdos like i i hope that OKC fans are receptive to Westbrook coming back, right? But I don't know what to think. And if they are negative, <sighs> I think you take the I think you take the team away. I, I think, think I, I think Adam Silver has to move the team <laughs> to Seattle, back away. to Seattle. You've gotta go. All right, what's next? When Tom Brady was born in 1977, Jimmy Carter had just been elected president. Six presidents and six Super Bowl wins later, Brady is the face of the league. But he may not be the face of the Patriots beyond this season. Joy, Bill Belichick's Patriots will be done with Tom Brady before Brady will be done with playing football. Quit it or quit it. You know, I've thought about this a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think... Tell the people. I think I got to quit it. I think he finishes his his career in New England. There's no way, Joy. Here's why. There's no way. Here's why. And I wasn't sure about it. But Colin and I did a little run through of what Tom Brady's skin looks like in other jerseys. It's not great. Um, not there's a lot of, a lot of colors test. that are not his skin tone. You know? Valid test there. So, Navy blue and white does like, seem like it's his lane. Right? Now that I think yeah. about it. He's actually <laughs> made his skin more saturated. There's a more redness it's like, have you to ever match seen the jersey. Someone who's wearing yellow gold, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> Not I mean, for you. Not for you yes, some, at all. Okay. Some, it's yes. like, Ugh. Okay, outside of the color scheme. Okay, because like a Bengals jersey is ferocious. <laughs> no pun intended. I could see on on our Tom Brady. That's it's not the look for, it's not the look for him. But Here's who will the thing. need Tom Brady. This is, that's time. that's really the question, right? right? So yes. he says he wants to play till he's forty five. That's yes. three more years. Mm-hmm. Okay. This how, contract is or how I mean, however long he in, uh, it's a one it's a one year contract. Right. Like they made it seem like it's longer, it's not. Right. Um which is kind of why this conversation is happening, mm-hmm. right? Now, they drafted a kid named what? What's his name? Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham, who Ashley is proclaiming to be the next Tom Brady. Okay. Um, that is a quote from Ashley, the producer, okay, not yes. Joy Taylor. But that was the that was the take on Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo as well, right? Right. Did they not want him to be the next Tom okay, Brady? Okay, okay. Who's okay. Jared Skiddy? Yeah, talk about Jared Skiddy. Skid. What's his name? Stidham? Stidham. Skiddy who do? He, he balled out, and Belichick gave him praise, which he never does to a rookie. And the cameras caught, this comes from Heller, right? The cameras caught Brady. Internet, yeah. Okay, well, you Heller slashed the internet. Yeah. Uh, given some mean glares. He's getting some side eye? Mm-hmm. From, from time? He, he, I don't think what he, level of side eye? Like, he, like, he, like Prince side eye? Or like, right. It definitely seems like, oh, this kid's really balling out. Interesting. Okay, Similar well, eyes when Jimmy Garoppolo came in exactly. and had to win. Exactly. And, and Jacoby Brissett. And but it was it was enough that he felt the need to talk about it on his radio show to mm. squash and say like yeah. I wasn't well, glaring it wasn't oh, a big very deal. Good then. Yeah, it got, well, it okay. So regardless, I don't. I just here's the thing. Yeah. One, we all know what his relationship is with Bob Kraft, all right? Right. And that soup, even though it's like the Holy Trinity, yes. That one supersedes whenever he needs to <sighs> Bill Belichick, like because we already seen it with Jimmy Garoppolo. And to Brady's credit, he was right. He wasn't done yet. And Jimmy Garoppolo was not ready yet because Garoppolo's played, what, 10 games? Okay, he got injured on a dumb play on his, I mean, admittedly a bad play by him. But he's 42 now, Joy. This is different. And if we're always talking about, Colin likes to talk about the last four games of a quarterback's career, 
the last four games from Tom Brady weren't great. They were a lot worse than any other games that he played all season long. One of those last four games he won a Super Bowl in. So that sounds fun, but the Rams are Not by scoring really, a lot of points. Real, so what? They won. Okay, There's okay. Win or lose. Right. Did you win the game? Did you lose the game? He won it. All right, the Rams are a very good team last year. They're in the Super Bowl. All right, pretty good. You had to beat a lot of teams to get there. So it's it's not like like you won a Super Bowl. It is what it is. It's very hard to do. Six of them, in fact. So look, it's all going to come down to his health. Everything, all these other conversations about whether he wants to be there or the Patriots want him there. We don't want to see Brady in another jersey unless it's a Dolphins jersey. And I float this. I float this for many reasons. Okay, first of all. First of all, Miami. We are known for snatching your star. Okay. And, and making you watch. We're going to make you watch while we do it. Okay? You're going to sit there. You're going to watch it. You're not going to turn away. I'm talking about all you Patriots fans. They're just going to yeah. have to watch Tom Brady in one of these. Okay? Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my jersey? Joy's jersey is in the locker at the beginning of the episode the for the first time in 100 episodes. <laughs> episode 101. There's supposed to be a Dolphin jersey behind me. <laughs> I didn't even there. plan Go that. Go in there and get it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you have to watch in those colors, which are great on any skin tone, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he's going to have a little tan from, from being down in that, that Florida uh, sun. Um, no one needs Tom Brady. That's kind of the issue. Like, uh, how, what are the teams that actually need a quarterback, right? So I think the Buccaneers are going to need a quarterback because I don't yes. believe in this James, James Winston situation. No. Okay, so is he going to play for the Bucs? Absolutely not. He would rather retire. I could see him... In in not this year, obviously not next year, but in in his forty fifth year, okay, year yeah. forty five of the year Tom Brady, okay. okay, if if the Patriots are like and Bill Belichick is like, look, like I'm with Kraft, like we're done here, you're a little banged up, we got to move on to the Stidham guy or what's his name, Stidham, Stidham, I got, I, I end up looking up some Jared Skids, okay, <laughs> we got to move on to this kid, right, like we would just like for you to gracefully retire. And he's like, no, nah, man, I want to fi- I want to play yes. in my 45th year. I, I should be starting. I could see I could Brady. see the Dolphins doing that. It would be a glorious, fantastic moment. Yeah, I think the- that is the only place, though, because really the only other place that kind of fits him is the 49ers. And they have Jimmy G. And, and he's really going to snatch Jimmy's soul twice. <laughs> no, hey, if, if Jimmy leaves another knee on the field, well, and he's from there. Listen, listen. Tom Brady is going to go well, that's out why like it, that's why it fits. No, Tom Brady's going to go out like all the great quarterbacks on another team doing well, and be like, oh, he still had like. Remember when Brett Favre? We we're watching him. Was like he could fall apart at any point in time, and he had a great season with the Vikings. I think. Oh yeah, so I'm not saying he's going to suck in Miami. Just, I think he will be. No. I think he will be not obviously not what he is now but no, I, I, like this the only way that this even happens is if he takes a, a significant enough step back that belichick and Kraft are on the same page and the patriots like he fans has. are going to be accepting of the True. idea of moving on from tom brady which is going to be incredibly difficult to do like if i'm a patriots fan i i would rather see the team go up in flames than see tom brady on another team like that's how yes. i feel like you yes. have had so much success that's why you had six super bowls like just eat it. But that's why the fans are the fans and Bill Belichick is the head coach. And that's why Matt Patricia is the head coach of the Lions, where I can see Tom Brady's <laughs> old self ending up oh. coaching the team, Jackie Moon in it, 
He's oh going to be like, player coach. That was one of the jerseys, that one of the jerseys right we state. threw out there. Yes. And let me tell you, while the colors are not so far off from the Patriots, so they weren't as jarring as Bengals, right. um, the Lions? I'm telling you, he could be a great offensive coordinator, coach, or player. No disrespect, for the to, no disrespect to Detroit ever, right? No disrespect to the city of Detroit. Ever. Ever. Something All right. But. Right? But. He ain't playing for the Lions. I know, but 45-year-old Tom Brady could. And Flores is in Miami. Don't forget that. Yes. Yeah. Because you really got to look at teams that could possibly need a quarterback in three years. Yeah, and, his, and the his Dolphins joints. always need a quarterback. It's yeah. like our thing. And Tom Brady for the Lions. I want Tom no, Brady to play one year with the Lions. the Bengals situation seriously. Oh, I mean, and, just, and they retire his jersey. Retire Tom Brady's jersey in Detroit. Take it back to the playoffs? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, this is a conversation that obviously we have every single year of when Tom Brady's going to retire. It's become a cottage industry. Uh, he's, this, not he's not retiring. He's not retiring. No, he's not. Tom <laughs> he's, Brady was not retiring the Patriots jersey. There's no way. Will the Dolphins retire Tom Brady's jersey even if he doesn't play for them? Yes. Kind of like, you know, the oh, year for uh, year. No, because, no, because Pat Riley's not in charge of the Dolphins, so that won't happen. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's fair. I, I, don't, co- know I, comment, I don't know why Pat Riley. Look, it's a... It's a it's the international man of mystery why Pat Riley has a giant Michael Jordan jersey up in the corner of the Heat Arena. Yeah. Pat Riley runs shit down there, so I guess Mickey Harrison told him it was okay. I don't know. I don't know why it's there. Okay, there, there's there's a Dan Marino one there too. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just out of respect. I don't have a problem with it because I'm a Jordan zealot. I know it bothers a lot of people. It's weird. Um, I also am a Pat Riley zealot, so whatever he wants to do is fine with me. Yeah. Rothy's are the everyday flats for life on the go. Ooh. They're stylish, comfortable, and go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. Very okay. versatile. They've quickly become the most loved, gotta have them brand thanks to their wide range of colors and patterns. I like the cheetah ones. Mm. With new ones launching constantly, and there's zero break-in periods since Rothy's are crafted using 3D knitting techniques and hand assembly. Their seamless design means right out of the box comfort and best of all, you ready for this? They're made from recycled plastic water bottles. We are earth friendly around here, so we love that. Over 25 million water bottles have been diverted from landfills to make these gorgeous and sustainable shoes. And another major bonus, they're fully machine washable, so your pair will be fresh and ready every laundry day. Plus, Rothy's always comes with free shipping and free returns and exchanges. Love that. There's no risk and no reason not to try, you'll quickly discover why BuzzFeed called them their, quote, forever shoes. Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash cadence. Comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com that's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash cadence today. It's time for high key, low key. Alright, high key, Super Bowl halftime about to be lit. Woo! And low key, uh, Kong Kaepernick might be sick. <laughs> Didn't mean that tomorrow, but so it just great. worked that way. So yes. really, really odd news today. The NFL has hired Jay-Z's Rock Nation. So mm-hmm. not Jay-Z specifically, but no. Rock Nation to lead the league's endeavors in music and entertainment. What does that mean? They will advise the NFL on the selection of Super Bowl music acts. Think you. Yes, yes. Um, and the company Thank will Yahweh. also be, who did it this year? Maroon 5. Maroon 5. And somebody else, who came up with Maroon 5? Who came on with Maroon big, 5? Uh, Outcast, Outcast, but we didn't get what oh, we wanted. Oh, yeah. That was, and Travis was Scott. Big boy, yeah. We didn't yeah. We didn't get what we wanted this year or last no. year. And um, They played the radio hit of the, yeah. Lady Gaga Sickle was mode. the last good Super Bowl halftime show. I'll give you that. Katy Perry did a great job, She too. was amazing. Yeah. Oh, 
She did. She did a great job. Katy Perry was entertaining. Uh, Left Shark was the most memorable part of Katy Perry's performance. Okay. If we're being honest. Okay. And I don't understand why Taylor Swift is not out there. Let's just say it. Anyway, the point is, um, but we don't want Taylor Swift this year. We're in Miami. Okay. I was just doing my Unless Jay Z wants to. Do a Miami halftime show, please. Okay. If there's no Uncle Luke, I don't acknowledge it. Um, Anyway. Pit it's a little interesting. That's fine. Mr. This is Miami. Mr. Worldwide means Mr. Yeah. Mr. 305. Okay? Mm-mm. He's not Miami. He's like from Tampa, I think. Um, he's pretty involved in Miami, but it's not. He's, Pitbull's fine. Um, anyway, the point is they're going to select Super Bowl halftime show acts, and they'll also be involved in the production and promos- promotion of new music by the league, which I don't know what that means. But it does get interesting from a business standpoint because they're essentially partnering with Jay Z to produce music yes. and expands the league into the culture which joy what the nfl is getting into music business like this is what this is but They're how what what does that mean artists that jay-z deems fit for whatever the nfl is trying to do are going so to like be the monday promoted. night football song is going to be better I, I, like sunday night football song is going to be different like yeah. what does that exactly mean like they're going to have like kendrick as as like return music i don't i don't think is, it's what? going to be people that we know i think it's going to be like there's the NFL's literally getting into the music business via Rock Nation, Jay-Z. They, they're getting a piece of the pie, of the whole pie. Like, Roger Goodell saying, like, it's just weird. It's weird, and it's not. It's very confusing, because I don't know what you're talking about. But That's what they're talking about. The, the, the company will be involved in the production and promotion of new music so basically they're by trying, the league. They're trying to culture up the league's brands, right? Yes. So they're trying to insert some culture in the brands, but there's which, artists. which I respect, okay? But um, that doesn't mean that, Jay, that Rock Nation's not going to work with other artists that aren't in Rock Nation. Like, True. Like, we don't know what this means. For the Super Bowl. Far, for anything. Like, we don't know what this means. But True. what it does mean is there's major questions as to how does this relate to Kaepernick? Because we know that Jay-Z has supported Kaepernick yeah. very prominently, mm-hmm. and it kind of feels like well, where, where did that? How? How does this tie together? Because that's just the, that was my immediate first thought. It was like, yeah. oh, well, how is Kaepernick involved in this? Jay Z's been vocal about boycotting the NFL. A lot of people who have boycotted the NFL last season were beating the drum of with the hip hop stars like Jay Z. Right. It's so it's very very odd. Yeah. Like that th- that part of it is is odd, and I don't know what that means. And obviously, this just happened today, so I'm sure we'll get some more information about it. But I, that that's the biggest question that everyone's putting out there. Like, so what does that mean in regards to Kaepernick? The official statement from Roger Goodell was: Rock Nation is one of the most globally influential and impact organizations in entertainment. The NFL and Rock Nation share a vision of inspiring meaningful social change across our country. We are thrilled to partner with Rock Nation and look forward to making a difference in our communities together. What? Huh? Word soup. It's like, wait, what are y'all yeah, doing? What y'all doing? I, we, yeah, I really don't understand it. It's interesting, but I do, I, I think, I mean, we'll probably get a response from Kaepernick today or tomorrow, like to very soon. We know he wants to play, but I'm saying in regards to this news, like what, yeah. what does this actually mean? Um, so high key, the Steelers are still good. And low key, everyone on Twitter, leave me alone. I'm, anno- I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm just annoyed. Okay, you, you can't say anything bad about Ben Roethlisberger. Everyone gets in their feelings in, in Pittsburgh. True. Like, I, like I, I said, he's not. He's not really good at escaping the pocket. He gets sacked a lot. You're like, oh, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. 
This is why I don't read comments. Every single time, every single time, someone yes. finds a way to trigger me, right, yeah, and then I gotta roast attention. them. Yeah. And they're like, "Here's this, here's this, you know, montage of Big Ben breaking sacks." And it's like, "Yeah, okay, but he's the third most sack of all time. So which which one are we gonna go with? I think right. I'm gonna go with the stats. Cute YouTube video. Anyway, the point is, uh, he's big tree fall hard. So just miss me with that one. The, the, patience is running low in Pittsburgh, and I understand that. Like Mike Tomlin is kind of confused about whether he's gonna be there next year or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, fans only because I don't think that the franchise is thinking that at all. No. I mean, he's 125, 66, and one, uh, six AFC North division titles, eight playoff appearances, and a Super Bowl. I, I don't, well, what, do you, what would you like? Who would you like to be in that position? You know, that Ty, Mike Tomlin will get hired immediately. Yeah. That tie was with the Browns, though. Just want to immediately. True. Yeah. So, good, good football coach. Yeah. I mean, great. Super mm-hmm. Bowl football coach. He's, he's going he's gonna to get hired, and he doesn't have a bad reputation. He's great with the media. It's it's this silliness. Like he's he's gonna be there next year. The Steelers are gonna win the AFC North. Everyone just calm down. It's not saying I'm not discrediting the Browns. I think they're gonna be great. I think the Kareem Hunt thing is very important. Mm-hmm. But the Steelers are gonna make the, the playoffs this year. Even if they don't win the AFC North, which I predict that they will, they will be in the playoffs this year. Okay. And if they match up with the Browns, they're gonna beat the Browns. That's that's not gonna happen. Everyone just calm down for a second. But the point is, is there's just there's this feeling like it's the end. And I don't necessarily think that they're going to win another Super Bowl with Ben Roethlisberger because mm-hmm. if you didn't make it happen with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, I don't. That's a lot of talent to lose and then still be a championship contender. But the AFC is kind of interesting. I, I'm not entirely sure, other than good, what the Patriots are going to be this year. Right. Obviously, the Chiefs are going to be great. But are they going to be able to make it happen in the big clutch moment if they're up against a team like the Steelers? A lot of questions there in the AFC. But Mike Tomlin's going to be there next year. So everyone just calm down. Lose the power rankings. Lose the power rankings. These are the losers of the week. You got me. All right. First on the uh, loser power rankings, let's start with the Jets. J E Tet Jets Jets. J E Tet J E Tet Jets. J E Jets Jets. I haven't done that one in a while. I was going to say, you were a Jets fan. I know. Obviously, that's the chant. Um, J-E-T-S. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yes, yes. And then in Miami, we go J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. I mean, that's true, Which too. is more accurate. Um, <laughs> yes. But I mean, another, another, the, Jets, the Jets don't suck this year. Um, it's just fun to say. But they do have a feelings report. So what is that? What's a feelings report, Joy? I'm going to tell you. Greg Williams Okay, that's, is involved. Uh, yeah. So basically, it's for their defense, mm-hmm. and they have a feelings report. So when you get criticized, if you get in your feelings... Woo! You have to do push-ups, which is the most bro thing I've ever heard. The only thing more bro would be you have to like chug beers or something. Yes, or bounties. Yeah, or like icing. The only thing more broy than push-ups is icing. Remember when icing was going around? We like we like present someone with a spinoff ice and they had to chug it. You don't remember that? I chose to forget that. Yeah, I was like, you can't remember icing or remember planking and not for and forget icing. You remember Zimas? I mean, yes, yes. Mad TV made fun of those. So anyway, um, they have a feelings report, and Greg Williams being a part of it is basically like an SNL skit. Yes, I true. Here's my thing with it. I'm not gonna get all PC and like like you should be allowed to have feelings because I don't care about your feelings. But I do think this is not the best approach to leadership. I will say that if I'm gonna be a little fuddy dud. Everyone yeah. doesn't respond the same way to criticism. So I don't necessarily know how. I would like to see how the Jets' defense is at the end of the year, if this yeah. is an effective tool. Um, like, how so, is it graded? Like, talking, like saying you right, disagree like if you, with Like, the, if you disagree, are you in your feelings? If yeah. you cry, 
It just feels very like if you give an excuse to why you didn't make your assignment. It feels very 2007. Like, is, yeah, yeah. True you know, that, true that. Mm. It feels very mm. incognito. Dolphins, mm. not to take it to that level, mm. but I don't think it's that level. I right, don't quote me on that level. Right. I'm just saying it just smells yeah. like a little bit of an exaggeration Scratching on the, the like what you know. People respond differently, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, LeBron. Okay, so I'm off Space Jam too. It's official. It's been going on for too long. There's too much noise around, around the. It's been going on for too long. It's gone for too long. There's too much noise out of production. <laughs> that I, is true. I, that I, is like, true. I, I, the, the film should have been shot, and then we're done with it. Like right. we don't know who's in it. Yeah. Dwayne Wade's not in it. Why would Dwayne Wade not be in it? We don't know who the stars are. What's the storyline? We know nothing. Show us something. We've talked about it so much, We've but there's no. So there's like a picture of LeBron dribbling on a basketball court that doesn't show anything. I like feel like I'm anything. They jumped the gun. Here's the problem. Sheldon Bailey is LeBron's body double for the basketball scenes in Who Space now? Jam 2. So he has a body double for spa- for 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 basketball scenes. Lakers fans should be excited to hear that. Now look, uh, that's fair, but this is why I said he should have shot this after he retired. Oh, oh. Mm. Did, did Michael mm. have a body double? No, he His arm not. stretched all the way to the basket. Okay, no, no CGI. But... That's why he's he the goat. He risked it all. That's why he's the goat. We're not okay, talking yes. about CGI. How are you going to have a body double for LeBron for your basketball scenes? Okay, as animation grows, right? We just had to sit through the newest animation for Lion King, right? Now we're doing Space Jam. It's it's going to be like 2K, it's not like about animatonic. The anim- it's not about the animatonic scenes. It's literally, it's the, he's a body double for the basketball scenes. I know, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. I'm, I'm off this movie. I need, to, I need to hear something positive about it or it, it, it may go on the no watch list. No way. Ooh. It's Space Jam it may, 2. No, it may go, I, I have that much of, I, I hold Space Jam in, in such a elite category. As you should. That, thank you. That I, it's it's tinkering close. It's like right there on the on the. It's on the edge of obligation watch for work purposes. Mm. Okay, and yes. and desired watch. Right. All right, and I go to the movies a lot. All right, finally. All right, we got to talk about this. This is yeah. serious stuff. Let's get serious for a second. So there's a big fight in WNBA this week. All right, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with any basketball fight. No. It's just these things happen. I don't right. have a problem with NBA fights. Uh, WMA fights, basketball or baseball fights, it doesn't hockey, it doesn't matter, right? It just happens. However, you can't have that footage out there. You just can't you can't run. You all can't right? start smoking run away you from cannot, it. You cannot you cannot nope. Perfectly said. Okay. You gotta breathe in the smoke. All <laughs> you right? gotta breathe in the so smoke if you start I understand. Fire. I would not want to fight Brittany either. Okay. No. She looks like she can fight. Yes. Okay. And I, I I just I you can't run, dude. You can't run. You cannot run. Backpedal? That was not a backpedal. That was a full-on run. It was, in fact, Brittany Griner bobblehead night, the the night of the fight. Um, so it was like appropriate that you know she threw hands or got hands to throw. She because she was bobbing and weaving, trying to get after a nigway. Horrible note. All right, what's in the Migos Culture Report? We've debated over the greatest rapper of all time, but there's no debate that Damian Lillard, a.k.a. Dame Dalla, is the greatest NBA rapper of all time. His first album confirmed in 2017 put people on notice of his skills on the mic, but last weekend he released Big Dalla, his second studio album that features Lil Wayne, Jeremiah, Mozzie, and more. 
It has serious replay value at 40 minutes of authentic hip-hop bars and production. He claims that he wants a Grammy nomination for this project, which I think is a bit of a stretch, but I'd be interested in see what he could do if he just focused on rap full-time. Tracks like Baggage Claim and Ricky Bobby are better than 20% on the music on the radio right now. Joy, what did you think of the album? Uh, I liked Beach and Cupid. Okay, yeah, those are those are, those are are good ones, too. Were you about to say the girl songs? No, I was going to say those are like the good, like, Drake in the middle of the album tracks. Well, like, I thought the album I, was good. Yeah, it was, um, it was better than uh, better than Chance the Rapper's album. It was low-key better than Rick Ross's album he put out the same day, which is a lot saying something. And but it, was good. it was better than a album of already released Drake songs that have been refurbished. Okay, that is that's you're going too far now, but I hear you. No, all the songs on great the, point on on the Drake album were good okay. when I heard them the first time. Okay, I said now stream Dame Dollar's album because it's independently owned. His little rap yes. music label, not say little, but his rap label. Yes, yes, his yeah. independently owned rap label. Yes, uh, I saw the kitchen this weekend. You did. Um, we went and saw it, and that, well, that's starring the lady from The Handmaid's Tale, Tiffany yes. Haddish, and Elizabeth Moss, Elizabeth Moss, okay. Melissa McCarthy, mm-hmm. and Tiffany Haddish. Yep. Um, we went and saw it, and um, I thought Tiffany did a really good job because this is her first step, really, if I'm correct, into like the serious, serious role. Yeah, she hasn't role done anything in the outside of comedy. Silver, yeah, the, and yeah. I thought she was great. They were all. They all actually gave great performances. Is it? Something... I thought it was. I I wanted it to have more. I wanted it to give me more anxiety, if that makes sense. Okay, so what's it? What's it about? So like, it's about um, the three of them are ma- are married or with. Yeah, they're all married to mobsters or okay, gangsters. Okay. And they their three husbands go away to jail. Mm. Um, and they have to support themselves. Be, the mob is still paying them because their husbands are in jail and didn't snitch. Mm. But they're not getting enough to support their families, so they end up taking over kind of their husbands' okay. work, but then eventually take over work from other mobsters in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. And it's, it's in the seventies, yeah, so it's New like York a 70s period scene, piece. Yeah. Um, but I liked it though. I thought it was good. Tiffany was serious. Tiffany did a really good job. Okay. I, I think she did a good I'll job. I'll check it out. It's a good watch. Okay. It's not going to compel you the way that, like... Um, we about Widows. It's Widow, similar. Yeah, Widows. See, there's, like, there's parts in Widow where you, like, the characters get really deep. Yeah. I feel like the only deepness in the characters are them. Mm. The other characters never really go that deep. Any that's twists? what I would want it. Um, that's what it needed. It needed a twist. Uh, no twist. No twist. Okay. So. Because Widow's twist is... Mm. I did, I did Although we can't watch up. Widows anymore. Oh, yeah. Shots like R.I.P. Liam Neeson. Yeah. And his opinion of black people. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. Thank you to Greg Jennings for stopping by. Yes. Uh, make sure that you subscribe on YouTube at mm-hmm. Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast and follow us on social media at Maybe I'm Crazy Pod. Do it. Brandon, Newman Show 99, myself, Joy Taylor Talks. So don't tweet me about Ben Roethlisberger. I'm uninterested. The moment has passed. Anything they can tweet you about this weekend, though? Um, week? I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to okay. be paying attention to this Rock Nation thing because I find it very interesting. Yeah. Um, make sure you check out Brandon. Uh, Brandon Newsman's update yes. on Friday. If you subscribe, obviously you'll get it automatically. Yeah. And uh, we will catch you next week. Bye. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Ooh.